Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sip on the go with a Starbucks Ice Shaken Espresso. Our signature roast, shaken with ice, then finished with a splash of milk. Customize it to match your style on the Starbucks app. Make today a good day. Let's make lots of money. Yes, let's. Stage direction. They do not move. This week on the Story Song Podcast. Everybody, welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. Every episode of this show, we walk you through the wonderful world of a story song. And this week, mm. we're talking about opportunities, open parentheses, let's make lots of money, close parentheses, <laughs> by Pet Shop Boys. Uh, that's, our favorite, that's our favorite genre of music is, is parentheses songs, I parentheses? think. Parentheses? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. this is... And this an 80s definitely... parentheses song? Hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is the the parentheses in this case are in the genre genre that I like to call the record executive was like, look, everyone's gonna call it Let's Make Lots of Money. Yep. <laughs> if you guys you guys want to do your arty thing and call it opportunities, you can knock yourself out. But we're putting Let's Make Lots of Money in, oh, yeah. in parentheses because <laughs> I there there I, we used to have this other guy and I was like, look, they're just gonna call it the Pina Colada song. So just put the Pina Colada <laughs> yeah, song. Yeah. Yeah. In parentheses, okay? So, nobody's going into the here. nobody's going into the Sam Goody looking for opportunities. <laughs> no. They're looking for the they're gonna say, Where's that let's make lots of money song? Yeah. Yeah. I want the, that album. The first part of the sound parentheses, that's the arty part for you guys, okay? Yeah. The parentheses, that belongs to me. Okay? <laughs> that's how That's how people are gonna find the record. Yep. Is in those parentheses, all right? So um but yeah. So this mm-hmm. is a good one. Some eighties uh synth pop love it pet shop oh, boys yeah. they're amazing especially from some bread so michael yes why don't you uh tell us the story of this story song sure so um we have our narrator who's who does all the talking there's two people yes um yep. and our narrator is a very smart very well-educated gentleman <laughs> who happens to have a broken down car and mm. he attempts to recruit um, somebody else who happens to be very strong and very good looking for uh, an unspecified crime that will, in fact, make them rich. Yeah. Yeah. They will make no, lots of money. 
That's right. There's no scheme here. Nope. There's no smarminess <laughs> whatsoever. This is on the up and up. Yeah, totally. Totally. Well, and I, he implies that he's tried other scams uh, or something before that have not worked. Uh, right. Because he said he's, he's tired of, of the failures, and uh, he feels like this guy is going to be the, the good partner to, yeah. to get him there, to make him yeah. lots of money. And get his car fixed. That's mainly what he's concerned about. Just getting that car fixed. It's like it's like in the movies, and they're like, "All right, one last job, and then I'm out." Yeah. This yep. guy's like, "Look, just one job, just one job at all. Uh, I got a new carburetor, and then I'm done. I'm out. No more crime for me." <laughs> and it's, it's my not understanding. Even, it's yeah, not even that the car is broken down. It's that like he needs a new tape deck. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it runs he needs, fine. He just needs yeah. he needs music. He, he wants an aftermarket tape deck. Yeah. 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 He's like, I got that subwoofer, and then no more crime for me. I'm on the street now. <laughs> I'm going to be able to play my eight tracks and once go get, anywhere. Once I get that killer pioneer stereo head. <laughs> oh, man, that wood grain. Oh, I'll be ready yeah. to go. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Going to need to bleep um, out that brand name because they're not paying for this. <laughs> uh, I, I, do they even exist? Yes. <laughs> Anymore they do. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I haven't seen a pioneer speaker since about uh, Clinton was still in office last oh, time yeah. uh, I saw one of those. You'll see them so. in a car. Now, there you go. There hey, they were go. the leader in laser discs. So they sure were. Sure, sure, sure. And that, and then that worked out well for them. They had a smart guy and a strong guy, and yep. they were like laser discs. <laughs> we can't yeah. fail. And then here we are. I This is a different kind of story song. This is a different genre that I love, which is the conversation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's kind of like when you see a play, and it's just like two people talking, and then like little bits of information start getting dropped. You know what I mean? And then you start like, yeah. learning about stuff. That's what's going on here. It's only one-sided conversation, which I love. I have a strong feeling as to why that might be, but uh, we're going to get there in a little bit. So put okay. a pin in that. Let's take a little- pin to stick that in the wall um, <laughs> well it's like it's like on a soap opera when somebody's on the phone and you only right. hear like one side of the conversation like it was right. so nice running into you in the park today right <laughs> which other person responds yeah i was there i, I don't know why, why are you it's almost like you're explaining this for a third party that's not that you can't see um, oh you did you did speak to my twin <laughs> yeah why are you repeating everything i'm saying so, uh, we'll start here at the top, and- Thank you uh, for telling me about Erica's affair when we met in the <laughs> hey, park today. Let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Are you guys under the impression that you are, in fact, the good-looking, strong person? Like, is this- That he's oh. talking directly to us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is oh, no, I've never like... thought that. <laughs> 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 This is a direct, this is what they call in sales a direct plea, I believe. Yes. Right? Okay. It's a direct plea. Yeah, it's going straight to you. Because, I mean, but he does say you've got the look. So if you wanted to, I think you Prince could said imagine. That. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Well, you got the look. Oh. It's a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's why they didn't get sued. They just, it's a bum, 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 bum. It's different. And it was the letter slightly. U. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, so, 
Well, either way, he says, I've got the brains. You've got the looks. Let's make lots of money. You've got the brawn. I've got the brains. Let's make lots of dun, 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 dun. Um, Let's make lots of, of 80 synth pot. <laughs> uh, here's the, the, the other guy, presuming this is a guy, the other guy's bringing two things to this mm-hmm. equation. Yeah. Looks and brawn. Mm-hmm. Okay? First guy, he's only got brains because he yeah. mentions brains yeah. twice. He can't even come up with a synonym for brains. You know why? <laughs> I mean, he has the drive. He has sure. the yeah, passion. Yeah. The the right. passion for the plan. sales, I'm assuming. He has the plan. Yeah, sure. All of these things would have been good. For having brains, he really doesn't have a large vocabulary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he could say, describe what he even has. if he wanted to just say brains, he'd be like, I got the smarts. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that could work. My point <laughs> no, being. Nobody, nobody has brains. <laughs> says they have the smarts. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I'm smart. I'm says, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Fredo's line. Fredo, this, this, this yeah. is Fredo. All right, so let's, yeah, I was going to say, this is Fredo. This is, this is Fredo <laughs> pleading for his life. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what he says is, I've got the brains, you've got the looks, you've got the brawn. Right. right. Once again, I've got the, I've, I've got the brains. I, you remember? The brains? remember? That's the brains? so important. I'm going to say it twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but this, it, it feels like he's pitching this and like it's immediately falling apart. Like you said, like he's just like, I got the brains. Uh, also, I got uh, the brains. Uh, yeah. I got uh, what's another word for brains? Uh, <laughs> the, uh, there the, isn't one. The, the, That's the it. thinky, the thinky place. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the noggin filler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really so, should have written this list before I started this conversation. <laughs> um, note cards, always note cards. Where th- 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 is this happening at a club? It's the this, 80s. This so is I want to I'm say. assuming that they are at a club. Right. Um, it's so a, weird. I picture it there too. It could be the music. It could be the music. I think it's the music. Well, there's no. two things there's the music, and then he says, My car's outside, which I, I mean, I guess a car could be outside anywhere. He's, but. Where do you think? <laughs> I mean, he, most places. Where do you That's think true. he is? A church service? Right, no, right, 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 he's right. At a, well, he's at a club. They're both wearing like very skinny ties and mm-hmm. there's a lot of cocaine <laughs> around. Yes. And it's very, there's a lot of mirrors. This, this is one of those skinny ties definitely has a keyboard on it, right? Yeah, yes. of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is unquestionably a cocaine conversation. <laughs> this is what we're <laughs> yeah, dealing yes. with. Right this is now. an eighties cocaine this conversation. Is like, like, look, look, you're, you're good looking. I'm smart. Let's make millions of dollars. Let's do it right now. <laughs> we can make I millions. Mean, we can do it. What's the idea? So. Doesn't even matter. Doesn't even matter, man. <laughs> We've got the full package between us. We've got the full package. I've got brains. You've got brawn. You've got looks. Right. I've got brains. You've got a car. <laughs> I've got brains. You, have, you brains? have a keyboard. Did you I, have a piano feel, tie. I've got brains. I feel like I just keep saying the word brains. Do I just keep saying the word brains over and over again because I just feel like I keep saying brains. Oh, my God. We should do something with brains. Let's do something with brains. <laughs> Everyone's got a brain. Let's do brains. Let's do brain pills. We'll do brain pills. We'll make smart pills. It's we'll do pills. it. We Come on. It. It's brain pills. We, we did it. Okay, meet me outside. We did it. <laughs> if you're just tuning in, um, he's got the brains and the brawn. Or I've got right. the brains. He's got the brawn. He's got the, the looks. Uh, we'll be right. right back on Coke Talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, um, Broken so, down cars. Next up, well, Coke Talk. <laughs> this, this is why, because, okay, 
So all three of us are assuming this is taking place in a club. Yeah. Right. Well, it's and- 1985, and I think, I think everything took place in a club. Yeah. Right. I think it would have yes. to. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think legally you were obligated for things to take place in a in a club or an arcade. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, again, mm-hmm. as we just said, where else is could this conversation possibly be happening? <laughs> but in. <laughs> yeah. But in a nightclub. Um, Library. Mm-hmm. But what I was going to say was, is the one reason why this might be a one-sided conversation is you can imagine at the end of every verse, the response is, what? <laughs> so <laughs> he may just largely be talking to himself <laughs> and shouting at this person who's like, ah, okay, yeah, man, sounds good. Yeah, 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 okay. Well, that's why, right. that's why at the end of the second line, it's just let's make lots of, and then the music don't, starts. He goes, right. I don't know why I I thought we had a break in the music, but now we don't. So I'm sorry. It sounded like maybe it was gonna get a little quiet for a second and there, then it but didn't. then they started back. Then up. it didn't. Yeah. So the other side of this conversation is, yeah, I'd love one. Splash <laughs> of cranberry. Exactly. Oh, Four thirty. Well, it's very, that's, it's very, like, mysterious. It's very, he's almost talking in code. Yeah. Sort of. I mean, I think he, you know, on one hand, he might be doing something smart where he's making himself seem vulnerable, right? Mm -hmm. Where he's like, look, I've done this. I'm tired. I'm tired of the messing around. Right. right? You're, you're, you and me together. We're going to make this thing work. My car doesn't work parked outside broke down right i'm i mean i'm a desperate man here i need i need your help my right? car doesn't gonna... work and that's where you come in because you have the brawn right. of a car <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to ride you around please, please lift up the front of my car and drag it down the street <laughs> here's how we're gonna make money uh i'm gonna buy a rickshaw uh <laughs> you're gonna pull it uh i'm gonna sit in the back yeah uh somehow We'll figure out later how that makes money because no one could get in the rickshaw because I'm going to be in it. So <laughs> my car is outside. It is yellow. The plan <laughs> is you will drive it and you will pick people up and you will drive them places. And then you will come back to me and give them give me the fare that they pay. Are we just starting a cab company? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's no, the scheme. That's, it's, not it's, a cab. It's, it's not a cab. It's a taxi. It's a totally different thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's 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 um, our scheme. That's that's but I I got I got brains twice. So so I right. came up with this taxi idea. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to run this scam called uh legally getting a medallion from the, the city of New York. <laughs> uh and running a legal this is total is a total crazy scam. Uh running a legal taxi right. uh operation. Um and we will collect fares. Um, and you can, you can keep tips. So, and this is like a, just, I mean, this is galaxy brain stuff right here, right now. That <laughs> That's I'm, right. These, this crazy thing that I'm doing. Um, so yeah, I mean, the other thing too, is again, that he, he's just sort of like, you know, e- either he's, he's smartly being vulnerable or again, he's, this is a terrible pitch job. He's like, look, I'm super smart. We're gonna make a ton of money, but my car, <laughs> my car does not work. <laughs> it is outside. It literally 
that it died on the way here. So well, either you say yes to this deal or I am done. This is <laughs> this is the end of the road for me. You see this jacket coke? This is literally my last four dollars. <laughs> so this is all I got. But here I is... couldn't even aff- I couldn't even afford the lime. Okay, you understand <laughs> what I'm saying? They charge extra for lime? <laughs> well, I assume in nightclubs, sure. Sure. So here is oh, it's yeah. not like guacamole. <laughs> yeah, lime. <laughs> the lime is extra. The lime is extra. <laughs> what? You want a lime with that? It's an extra dollar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I want um, a lime with it. But- <laughs> I mean, is the lime in the avocado? Like, <laughs> uh, is uh, so? Oh, did you say lime? I I just put half an avocado into your drink. Is that, <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that going to ruin it? Um, I mean, whatever. They kind of look the same. They're both fruits. Did you so- not want a layer of guacamole on the bottom of your drink? Is that what's happening? <laughs> this is my first day. This is my first day. My last job was at a Chipotle. Um, <laughs> I just put I'm guacamole also- on everything. <laughs> I'm also, to be clear, on a tremendous amount of cocaine. So, <laughs> hey, 1985. <laughs> I don't even work here. You should be pleased. Avocados don't even really show their face yet. No. <laughs> In 1985. I had to travel to South America to get this. They don't even import these. No, you know, 1985, the only place you're going to see an avocado, your appliances. Yeah, exactly. That's right. That's right. Um, here's my question to get us back on very a bit of track. color. Yeah, yeah, we get appliance. it. Are okay. you describing that to us? I'm describing it to to if you have to explain anybody it, who's in the market for an avocado colored refrigerator. Mm, please mm, go mm. back to the 70s, 80s. So here is my question. I think Dan, those are two good points. My third point, maybe this is a dumb point to make or obvious point to make, is is he is the let's call him the brains. Is, okay. <laughs> is the brains the other guy's pinky? Yes. Right. Uh. Is the brains scheming the brawn? Is mm. this all a setup oh. so that he is mm-hmm. because he's mm-hmm. like, I mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. listen, mm-hmm. maybe there is no car, right? He's like, I've got a Benz outside. It doesn't work. So you can go look at it. Look, it's right there, but there doesn't there's no point in us driving around in it because it doesn't work. Um, I need somebody who really understands things, who really gets it. You get it. The people I was working with before didn't get it, but you <laughs> get it. Uh now, if you could tell two friends, and they'll tell two right. friends. <laughs> I'm and just going to need a down payment. Anyway, here's mm. some Tupperware. Mm. But but right. <laughs> that's how I took it. You know? It, so you're saying that, uh, so first of all, maybe he doesn't even have a car. Oh, he's scamming he's him. Like, and he's like, that super expensive car over there is yeah. definitely mine, but unfortunately it has broken down. Yeah, it's yeah. broken down. Yeah. I lock my keys in it. I can't even get in. It's fine. It's just, fine. Just look at it real fast and then look back at me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also that bridge over there. I own it. Uh, <laughs> we can't go next to it, unfortunately. But just trust me that it's there. Uh, um, hey, somebody's I driving away in good... your car. They fixed it. <laughs> good for them. Oh, that's my driver. Yeah. he's gonna circle around <laughs> for a bit. So I think there's three possibilities. One, he is. He is. I mean, in all three possibilities he is a con art of some kind sure right? mm-hmm. i think in the first possibility he does genuinely need a good looking dummy uh to help him with certain <laughs> schemes that he is going to be scheming okay so that part is legitimate the second thing is that he's just flat out scamming this guy like right. said, we're gonna he's gonna ask him for a down payment or whatever and then just disappear the third thing is is the combination of the two, where he he's going to run a scam with this good-looking dummy, 
uh, and then double cross him right. uh, and take all the money, I, which, yeah. hold on, I get, that's a good, I got to write that down for my screenplay. That is a good, <laughs> uh, double crosses the dummy. Okay, I wrote that down. Uh, but your, uh, your screenplay just added a ventriloquist dummy, didn't it, Dan? Oh, I knew it. Sorry. I knew it. I know, I know where mm. how your mind works. Um, yeah, I think maybe that's why he gives him two attributes. He's trying to butter him up. You've got bronze. You've got the looks. I've got the brains. But you, right? You've got you've got two things. I've got to my one. You're already up on this. You're already <laughs> exactly winning. You know, you're already yeah, yeah. in the positive. I mean, it's hard to it's it would be hard to say no, especially again if you're on a lot of cocaine. Mm-hmm. If somebody's like. You're incredibly good looking. Uh, you're in incredible shape. And that alone is going to make us a lot of money. Uh, who's going to say no to that? Yeah, who's somebody walks say... a total stranger walks up to you and is like, hey, right. you're a good looking dummy. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like to do crimes? Yeah. Crime good? <laughs> Crime good. Um, could you possibly specify those crimes? No, I could not. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, they're just they're just generic. Crimes. It would go over your head. Did I not mention you're just a beautiful dum dum? <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. You can lift things over your head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coming this summer, double cross dummy. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear the pretty dummy talk. Okay, we're gonna shush 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 just stay there and and and, and look good looking. Okay, do twenty um, push ups while I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. Well, let me ask you this question. Do you want to be rich? Guys, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, yeah? I do. I do. Okay. You telling mm-hmm. us? You asking us, Dan? I mean, just saying. Ask your, all I'm saying is ask yourself this question. Do you want to be rich? I mean, isn't that a question everybody asks themselves like every five minutes? All the <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> all the time. You know, lotto takes place seven days a week, right? Right. So at least once a day, yeah. you're like, you know, this is what I would do with this money. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I do want to yeah. be rich. Yeah. Nobody's okay. like, why would I play the lotto? I don't need. That. Who's gonna? What am I gonna do with that money? What am I gonna do with that my, money? I'll just, I'll just of the lotto. My favorite is always like, oh man, I gotta play the lotto. It's up to like eight hundred billion. It's like back when it was four hundred billion. It was like, ah, it's not even worth it's it. It's not worth Forget it. it. After taxes? <laughs> Are you kidding? Listen, the listen. Here's the thing. <laughs> this is, yeah. So this is like this is like like two tangents down the lane. But here's the thing. <laughs> It gets, it gets to nearly a billion dollars, right? And you're right. like, give me 20 bucks yeah, yeah, on it because I'm going to win this thing. And then somebody wins it. It goes back to 40 million. You're like, what? After taxes, that's what am I going to get? <laughs> yeah. A coffee? Come on. Right. What's the point? Yeah, people- 40 million. I can't live on that. I can't right. live. That's, I'm going to start going through. That's going to last me six months tops. Tops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true, though. Um. Now, to be clear, during those six months, I'm going to be shooting world-class racing horses out of a cannon every single day. (laughs) And so that is going to burn through some serious- A solid gold cannon, yeah. Solid gold cannon. And and disposable solid gold gold cannon. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, (laughs) um, yeah, but I, I have legitimately heard people say that, like, well, you know, after taxes. I mean, they take out so much tax. Yeah, <laughs> probably me, money. Dan. Who probably cares? me. <laughs> it's just free money. The government's giving you money, and then they're taking some of it back. Whatever you have left over, guess what? 
it's 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 free. It's literally just yeah. fell out of the sky. So yeah, but for yeah. under a billion, like it's not even worth it. <laughs> I know. Like the, the time it takes to get the ticket to cash in the ticket. Like, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, if I won, I would just throw the ticket away. It's not even worth having to go down to the Seven Eleven and and yeah, yeah, collect it because then they get. Then the press is going to get involved. Forget Maybe it. I will if they have a new flavor of Slurpee. Maybe I'll yeah. go and put it in. But that's <laughs> right. it's really more for the Slurpee than the, than the ticket. You know what happens? You win the 40 million and it's like, well, it's not a billion, but you just you go back to 7-Eleven and say, give me 40 million scratch offs. Right. That's the thing. That's the, and the thing is, if you win less than a billion, it's just embarrassing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you don't want to oh, know when. Especially what you, if you went after somebody only... just won a billion and you won forty right. million, people right. are gonna look at you like, who do you think you are? We just saw the... this, but it was a billion. Uh, who cares if you win? Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, a forty so... millionaire. All right. Uh, whatever. <laughs> oh, only a forty millionaire. <laughs> um. So. Once again, he says, I've got the brains. You got to oh, wait before we do that. Got some money. And okay. this is not about the lottery. Um, okay. yeah. <laughs> the, um, he's looking for a partner, someone who gets things fixed. Is yeah. he talking about the scheme or is he talking about his car? See, I think it goes both ways, Michael. Okay. That's the thing that he's saying. You can get my car fixed, but also you can fix lots of. Other <laughs> yep. Are you too serious? What do you mean? You really think it's also the car? Well, I'm saying he said my car. I don't, the cars outside. are real extraneous detail, right? Yeah, my but again, I outside. think it's to it's to it's to show how sort of like sleazyish this guy is, or like you know, I, I don't think I don't think he's like. Quick question: You've got looks and brawn. Are either of those things? Do either of those things come from the fact that you are a mechanic? Like. No, 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 no. I don't mean he's literally going to fix the car. I'm saying that uh, metaphorically, he's like, you will fix the, the money we will make will fix my car and fix everything else okay. in my life. Or you know maybe I mean? like, it's, not it's, if it's, it's $40 million. Dollars. If, no. What if this guy, maybe he's just looking for somebody who has a working car. Like, you, mm -hmm. you look like you're a licensed driver and I need a getaway car. Right. <laughs> I mean, that could be right. That could be right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he should have mentioned that though. And <laughs> he's, he's like, "You, I got the braids. You got the looks. You got the broad. I got the braids. You got a car. <laughs> I got the braids. You have a driver's license. <laughs> I, I got the, the brains. brains. Uh, you have gas in your car. Uh, I have the brains. Um, you have fuzzy you dice. The... <laughs> I've got the braids." Right. Like I everyone here has a car. Yeah, but you're not too bad to look at. So while you're driving me around, <laughs> UF Frampton comes alive on a track. I have the brains. <laughs> um, I could keep going with this. The, what I'm trying to say is I have the brains um, and I need a car because I have the brains. Um, so, yeah, well, again, because I, so if we imagine that this is happening in real time, because when he once again says, I've got the brains, you got the looks, like I think him, him desperately trying to be like, look, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you got the, you know, you got the looks, right? right. I got the brains. Come on, man. Let's, let's, he's just desperately like pitching this over and over again. And again, the guy's like, what? Okay, man. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it sounds good. All right. I'm going to go over here now. Um, so. Yeah. Get the, then he, get the guac. I don't care that it costs extra. 
<laughs> they put it right in the drink. I know it sounds <laughs> weird, but it, it works. So this goes back to the, is this all a scam? He's like, you can tell I'm educated. I studied at Sorbonne. How do we have any, how can I tell you're educated? All you did was just say that. I mean, I could say, I guys, I went to Harvard. You could tell mm-hmm. that because I just told you that I did. Right. So you know that I'm educated because I stated the fact that I'm educated. Yeah. He brings his um, diploma um, everywhere. He's right. No, he's wearing a Sorbonne sweatshirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. I went to the Sorbonne, all I got was this lousy sweatshirt. <laughs> right, right. He, said, he goes, here, I want to come outside, I want to show you something. That's my mom's car. See, it has a sticker that says, my son went to Sorbonne, <laughs> so that's me. So, so, you know, you can't fake that. You can't fake yeah, that. Yeah, it worked out well. It worked out well. Um, He's all now, over the place with these four, by the way. These four lines. I'm educated, right. went to Sorbonne, doctored in mathematics, I could have been a Don. What Do you think that every... Crime boss, so has a mathematics degree. Well, here's the thing. There's yeah, something I think about this that. Is, okay, I think this is this is because it British rhymes. Talk. No, this is British talk. Oh. No, it's just. I, oh, Michael's got a, a backstory thing. Yeah. No, from what I read, Don in British slang means professor, like a college professor. Okay. So I'm saying I I I could have taught at Sorbonne. Oh, really? I don't, I mean, I don't know if it's, if it's. Connected? I, no, I don't know if it's specifically British because I, I looked it up and according to Merriam-Webster, uh, mm. there are four meanings to the word Don. One okay. is a Spanish nobleman like Don Quixote, so I don't think he means that. Mm-hmm. Um, a college Hello. or university professor. That's what? the one. Uh, a mafia leader. Mm. And the archaic definition is a person of consequence. So those last three are kind of together. Yeah. Aha. It's it's interesting that they picked that word. Yeah. Well, because he could be any of those three things. He could be he could be a crime boss. He could be um, he's smart enough to be a professor. Well, yeah. A nobleman. He's a gentleman. Well, it's he got brains. Well, it also because (laughs) it um it it combined with the next two lines it does that double meaning first of all i've never heard that for uh, as a professor a college professor i've never heard that that word um i think that's a british thing as i said but adding to you know if you add in the next two lines it really does Mm. add a lot to that and like the the double double or triple meanings behind it i want i want from what i understand and i was not able to confirm this Mm -hmm. despite my best effort but from what i understand the other thing that you're supposed to understand here is when he says doctorate in mathematics, that is not something they offer at Sorbonne. Is that right, Michael? So, oh, int- I didn't go to Sorbonne. Um, no, but you did. <laughs> you did the background research on this <laughs> song. That's why I was wondering. Right. I mean, the reason why she you went to Cinnabon, and so she thought maybe <laughs> <laughs> it was a similar thing. You learned how no, to make Cinnabons. I, I honestly, I tried. Like they don't mention like. Like on the Wikipedia page, they're like, oh, by the way, you can't get a doctorate in mathematics here. 
So I was unable to confirm that, but I think stop listening think to this Pet Shop Boys song and coming here and demanding a doctor <laughs> well, you know in mathematics. Here's what I want to say: Wikipedia, the the entry for uh, Saban College, no, like in popular culture section. <laughs> that's what I was looking for. No, I mean there are other places mention, to look up information on this, the Sorbonne. No, I know, but I'm saying I no mention of this song in the Wikipedia entry for Saban. My point being. Huge oversight yeah. is what I'm saying. Huge failure you on Wikipedia's. You, you blew it, you Wikipedia. Blew it. You're not getting $5 from me. I'll tell you that much. Um, so, so anyway, I think it's possible that he is totally BSing here. Right. Because he did not go to Sorbonne because he doesn't know that you can't get a, a doctorate in mathematics there. He's mm-hmm. just making stuff up. And then, he, and then he's like, oh, yeah, again, it's like, I went to college, and all my professors told me, you should be teaching this class. Right. You're so smart that <laughs> I'll sit here and you get up there. Yeah. Like that, that's what he's doing, right, essentially. Right, right. right? And then he's like, and you got to remember, this is 1985. He's like, I can program a computer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, choose the perfect time. I don't, even know, I don't even know what he means by the perfect time. I- but I think he's again. I think he's rambling. I think this is this yeah. is coke talk. He's just rambling. <laughs> um, but he's like, look, I I went to this great college. I I got a doctorate in mathematics. I could have been the teacher there. I could program a computer. Choose the perfect time. If you've got the inclination, I've got the crime. Um, mm. which I love. He sounds like a Dick Tracy character talking about <laughs> just just again just general crime. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No specifics on what crime. We're just going to be doing crimes. Well, you know what he's saying? He's like, you know what? I'm breezy. Whatever you yeah. want to do, I've got a crime for it. What do you want to do? Yeah, yeah. What do you want to do? You want to you wanna hold up a bank? I'll do that. You want to do right. some white collar crime? Sure, why not? Whatever, what you're, whatever you're inclined to do, I'm in for. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Well, I think you can also tell that he's not telling the truth because people who do have really impressive credentials don't necessarily list them Mm -hmm. all at the same time um, to a total stranger. I mean, sometimes they do, but you don't really want to talk to them. But like, like he's not going to be like, hi, so nice to meet you. I studied at the Sorbonne. Right. And you? Right. Well, Well, again, he's trying to, he's trying to. Yeah. I think um, it's all lies. Yeah. To your point. He's schmoozing him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even yeah. if and it's not li- even if it's not lies for to to sort of scam this guy, it's he's trying to make himself bigger than he is, so right. that yeah. this guy it's will sign on grandeur. to whatever. Yeah, right, right. Well, and he, and he's and he might have actually convinced himself of this too. Possibly, sure. But I was going to say was he's a con artist, so he just lies naturally. He's just yeah, he's yeah, just making stuff up. Um, um, and the other I think, thing, well. Michael, yeah. you're just saying that normally people don't say their credentials. Another thing that professional uh, criminals usually don't say is, hey, let's go do some crimes. <laughs> uh, let's do things that are illegal. Uh, I don't yeah. want to shout that loudly uh, in, in, a, in a nightclub uh, about all the crime that I want to do. Yeah. With you, specifically. You and I are going to do crimes together. I got the brains. Um <laughs> Right now, that's my car, and that's its license plate. If anybody wants to write that down, <laughs> right? Um, it's, it's the one that uh, right under the bumper sticker says, "I totally went to Sorbonne." Yeah, <laughs> trust me. Um, also, like, all right. So, 
computer programming is obviously something different, but he talks about it like, yeah, I can use a computer, which I think in 1985 is very slightly impressive. more impressive than yeah. now. He's like it's extremely uh, uh, extremely impressive. It's it's basically him and Ferris Bueller. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the war games, and 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 the war games, and that's really, the same guy. I mean, it's really Matthew Broderick. <laughs> it's really Matthew Broderick. <laughs> Matthew Broderick. <laughs> Matthew oh my God, is this Matthew Broderick? <laughs> is this Matthew Broderick? <laughs> this isn't. <laughs> He's like, we got to go right now. I'm taking the day off from school. <laughs> <laughs> and also, thermonuclear war is about to break and, down. Oh my God, and that is his car, and it doesn't work. <laughs> oh my God. Look, I've got the brains, you've got the looks, we have to convince a computer to play uh, tic-tac-toe against itself. It's the only way we can avoid <laughs> And also, my girlfriend Sloan has to get back home. And the guy that he's talking to at the bar is like, he'll keep calling me, he'll keep calling me. <laughs> this is Cameron, he's talking to Cameron. He's talking to Cameron. This is Ferris this and is Cameron. Great. Yes, yep, that's absolutely. right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. This is yep. the, this is. This is the next day off. Yep. <laughs> I can yeah. dance in a parade. I can play the clarinet. Yeah. Never had yeah. one lesson. Never had one lesson. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can dance around in my room to the I Dream of Genie theme. Yep. I can, I can stare at a painting real hard. Yeah. <laughs> I can have Don't some soup about rep, ha, towel around my head. <laughs> I get reservations at the best restaurants. Um, Guys... Do you know that the mom and dad, first mom and dad, real life got married after that movie? No, did they? Aww. Yes, yes. I think they that's really cool. awesome. But they met on the on that movie and they got married. Yeah, life. is that nice? It's Aww. so nice. That nice? It's now, nice did they adopt Matthew Broderick and Jennifer Grey or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not that's against nice. their will. They didn't. Okay, that happen, but they forced kidnapped. Yeah, they yeah. kidnapped them. It was they kidnapped them, and they bought that house. They were like, "No, yeah. this is real now." Mm-hmm. Adopt, kidnap, potato, potato. They made. So, they drove Matthew Broderick to school every day. He's like, I'm like 28. What are you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm in war so games. You... <laughs> so the point is that this is Matthew Broderick. Yeah, um, yeah we yep. worked it out. Perfect. <laughs> Love it. So we. So, it took but some he... time to get there, but we got it. We got it, you guys. Yeah. I will say this though: if he is serious about the programming computer part. He actually might be onto something because in 1985, you could, you could do all kinds of stuff with the computer because nobody was going to stop. Oh, you. yeah. Like nobody knew how any of this stuff worked. So you, if you could get into a bank and just type like, give me your money, they'd be like, well, the computer said to do it. So <laughs> here right. you are, Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, so yeah, if he could program a computer, he might actually be able to steal stuff. Problem being, he doesn't need the good looking guy. That's the only thing. Unless- I don't know. No, he does. Here's why. He yeah. he does the background work of, you know, getting into the computer when it comes to going to the, the, bank. the bank. He right. needs the looks to sort of he give a little, to charm a little wink. He needs somebody to charm the teller. And he doesn't have it. Yeah, he yeah. just has brains and a computer. Yeah. He wanted a car. They got him a computer. <laughs> <laughs> he has to go um, into the bank and be like, what's your name? Jolene? That's a pretty name. <laughs> Michael Rugg segment. Okay, so um, he says, "Oh, there's a lot of opportunities if you know when to take them. You know, there's lots of opportunities. If there aren't, you can make them, make or break them." Um, 
that's the most get, that's the most coke talk of them all he is he's just rambling at this all point. Over the place now. <laughs> he is just like he's like there's all the opportunities Holy if you can make them, and if you can't if you can't take them then you can make them uh you can make a break them uh you can break any break them uh you can the, break that yeah. let's break that are we let's break that right now let's go outside and ride bikes let's go right now let's do it <laughs> yeah i'm he thirsty is, <laughs> Somebody else thirsty? Oh my god! Is that a moon coming down from the ceiling? <laughs> oh my god! Is it Bianca Jagger on a horse? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> this is great. We gotta make a break opportunities. Break them? <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Uh, um, why does he it rhymes? Make... Let's dance. I feel like a million bucks right now. Can I just say I feel like a million bucks right now? I just felt great. I don't feel better. Listen, the eighties are never gonna end. Um. <laughs> <laughs> What? You hear me? No come up and <laughs> uh the make or why would he say make or break them? Break opportunities. I guess saying that it's in this guy's hands, it's in the bronze hands of you can make right. these opportunities or you can break them. Listen, I can walk away right now and go to some other, you know, muscly hunk and you know, yeah, get I them. think it's that. I think he's saying like, look, an opportunity is presenting picture him not out of his mind on cocaine. Um, okay, I'll try. Like, I'll like try. it's a legitimate, not a legitimate, but like a like a actual business conversation, like in mm-hmm. like an illegal business conversation, where so he says, um, "Look, I'm presenting you with this opportunity, and right. you can take it." And um, you know, like when an opportunity like this presents itself, you have to take it. And if an opportunity doesn't present itself, you make the opportunities for yourself, and we are making these opportunities for ourselves. And if you don't make them, it will break things. Michael, un, un, you you could be a mob boss. That was I, I, I'm in. I'm in. I'm thirsty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was explained very well, Michael. Michael, this one sounds odd. I am transferring the contents of my bank account to you. <laughs> I don't even know why. I I, I don't even know when that happened. I am. Going Would you like to, to play a game? Yeah, I am going to a local establishment and saying, Mikey G sent me, and then doing something. I don't know what. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know. Be a, be a shame if this place burned down. <laughs> I mean that literally. This is a nice place. I feel really this bad. This is beautiful. This is good woodwork. How long has this been here? Do you, can I ask you a question? Do you have enough fire extinguishers? I can, I can buy you some fire extinguishers. I'm really worried about the Swiss burning down. Mm. Let's make some. Um, let's let's make some opportunities to get you some fire extinguishers in here. <laughs> get the sprinklers installed. You don't have sprinklers in this place. <laughs> hold on, hold hold on. My boss is calling me. He's saying I'm terrible at uh, being a mob person. I have to go inside. <laughs> Real quick. I'm sorry. Anyway, here's some money, and uh, we'll leave you alone. <laughs> I don't think that's how we do this. Oh man! Oh man! I'm so bad oh, at this. Screw this up. Oh. You know, but you know that there has to be like, if you're in the mob, right? Mm-hmm. There's got to be. A, you got to have a first day, right? You know sure. what I mean? <laughs> like you got to. <laughs> you got to. You got to be like, oh, you excuse him. He's. I'm. I'm trading him. I'm. I'm so I'm sorry. Sorry. He's screwing up. Well, there's that part in the in the Godfather. And spoiler for the Godfather. But this never. Well, hold on. I was gonna say this never occurred to me. But the but the guy who's betraying them that they end up killing in the beginning, um, they're like, "Hey, where's that guy?" And they're like, "He called in sick." And I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess sometimes you gotta call in sick to the mob. Like, I guess sometimes you're sick, and you're like, hey, sir, I can't be at that murder. I got a cold or whatever, you know.' Um, so yeah, 
My my point being, like, yeah, sometimes it, it's gonna it's gonna be your first day. I'm sorry, I've got the sniffles. Teddy the frog is gonna have to fill in <laughs> as the enforcer sure. today. I've got yeah, a tummy yeah. ache. <laughs> um, the more competitive so, families have unlimited paid time off. So yeah, it's right. great. Yeah, you don't get limited yeah, yeah. to like two weeks, six days. Well, or nowadays, I mean, it's really weird because if you're in the mob, you can work from home, which is odd. <laughs> yeah. All, all you can yeah. do is send threatening Slack messages to people. That's, that's right. That's, the, that's all you can do. Yeah. It's weird. I've got a twelve. Um, I've got a twelve o'clock Zoom interrogation. I don't know how I'm gonna get these uh, <laughs> these pliers uh, into that dude's mouth to pull his teeth, but I'll figure it hey, out. Hey, do me a favor. Could you pull your own? Uh, toenail out real quick uh, <laughs> while I ask you this question. Ugh, it's the possible? new normal, am I right? We're all getting used <laughs> to it. This is a great verse. Mm-hmm. It's a great verse. Here's what I want to say. Um, to this other person who does not exist uh, and does not need my advice. Um, think about it seriously. You know what makes sense. What makes sense? He hasn't told... Only thing he has told you is that he can program a computer and he wants to do unspecified crimes. It's Again. all the eyes. What is it's he talking about? It's all the eyes. <laughs> he's, I mean, he, he gets he's, it. He's saying... He's basically guaranteeing him, like, you are going to make a lot of money. It makes sense. You have to do this. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, what are we going to do? Don't ask me that. Don't ask me about my business. Right. <laughs> the come and take a walk with me is yeah. is such a great line like how do you feel about it like let's do a walk and talk let's let's do a west wing walk and talk yeah um around this very crowded club <laughs> right well it means- why are they gonna go outside mm. to, to to now talk about it seriously and get away from people because that's the other thing too if he is going to reveal his actual plan he might be like come on let's go take a walk down by the dock where you can be alone yeah, and actually, and I can actually talk about what we're going to do here. So, because I don't think you can arrest someone for saying I want to do an unspecified crime. Uh, so at this point, he's still okay until he actually says what he's going to do. So right, right. He may that might be part of the the reason for the walk is that he can actually spill the beans. So when he says I'm looking for a partner regardless of expense, yeah, I don't know what that means. That's a weird line. Um, it's a great line, but it's a weird line. Because I originally thought it was like, he's saying to him, you want to partner up, or he's saying to, to the brawn, you want to partner up, that's the expense. Like, like, no. You want to partner up with me, regardless of the expense to you. Like you were saying, like, the upfront fee. But now it's looking at the actual lyrics, it's regardless of expense of how much it's going to cost him. Right. But this isn't, I mean... This is definitely crime, right? The last two, the last verse. Yeah, he says, if you've got the inclination, I have got the crime. But it sounds, because yeah. it doesn't it sound like the, the last verse is more like a, um, like a, an indecent proposal? Like, it almost, that almost sounds that way. Like he's what, changing what, what the what name of a part, what the what the meaning of partner is. Come and take a walk with me. Like they're going away that way, but it's so that's why I'm the regardless of expense makes any makes no sense. Like it went from a like to like a midnight cowboy situation. Hmm. Urban cowboy, midnight cowboy, midnight cowboy. Yeah, American gigolo, one of those. Um, 
rhinestone cowboy. No, <laughs> really? Is that right? <laughs> I, don't I don't know which one. <laughs> I don't know. Some cowboy, John Voight. It's John Voight. But um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is the one. I mean, the single-mindedness. I know what I could be adds to the fact that this guy is uh, confident. He's a con man. He's a confidence right. man. Uh, and then from and I there, think delusional too. Right. From there, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, if he's saying regardless of expense, that's the line that I don't get is. It could be. Maybe it's the split. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not like 50 50. Maybe it's. Like a 60 40 kind of thing. Maybe yeah. it's. Um, I don't know. It's it's a weird line. Yeah. Well, or maybe he's just saying like whatever money they're gonna have to lay out, right? Like that could be too. Like, he's got to get right, that car right. fixed if they want a getaway We're car. Go big, We're sure. Go big on this one, I don't know, but yeah, upfront costs. Yeah, and they've got a licensed Donka Shane and um, shake it up, twist and shout. Sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. the funny thing about this is he when he's saying like that he'll do anything regardless of expense. They already have zero dollars right combined so regardless of expense doesn't matter there's he has no money right that's true yeah yeah what's the expense well we can't expense anything <laughs> when he says my car's outside i'm afraid it doesn't work He's, is he talking about a red convertible that he shot through the back of a glass mm -hmm. garage yes yeah down a cliff of course okay. i just wanted to, i'm just double checking just yeah just want to Fully confirmed that this song is about Ferris Bueller, <laughs> the, the character from the movie. Who do so, you love? You love a car. Yeah, yeah. So this last line is them really getting into the nitty gritty of it and like, like taking it more seriously. Yes. It's the, it's, yeah. They're, they're coming out of their, like the kokai and figuring out, okay, <laughs> we're, no, this, we're really going to do this. We're really going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> What was it again? We'll figure it out. It's, <laughs> it's, it's 1980s. Look, it's the best way to make money. It's 1980s computer crime. That's, that's what we're doing. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Just ask Carmen San Diego. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, so what exactly? Is it? Oh, we're going we're gonna to sell bootleg versions of Tetris? Yeah, yeah. That's, we're going to sell bootleg. That's what we're going to do. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So, and we're going to make money. Um... So I think that's about it. Michael, you have a line here at the end. Well, that is uh before I've we get to that. Before, before okay. we get to that. Um yeah. do you think the the chorus at this point has um like overlapping vocals? Uh-huh. Yes. Which is kind of cool. <gasps> I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. Do you think it's the two of them like he's yes. convinced this guy? Yeah. Yeah. That he's like repeating so everything that he says. Yeah. He's saying, let's make lots of money. And the the original con man is saying, got the brains, got the looks. Yeah. You've got the, right. you know? Let's, yes. Let's make yeah. lots of money. Yep. Oh, without a yeah, doubt. Yeah, yeah. He found his yeah, partner. Yeah. Aww. Aww. That's lovely. It, they did that it. That's nice. Do you think. Um, way, to, way to get a partner for that unspecified crime. At, in your opinion. Uh, now that this partnership is cemented, mm -hmm. is there going to be an actual like thing they're going to do, or is he just going to scam this guy? And be like, look, I need ten grand, uh, and then I'll I'll get back to what the crime's going to be, and then he just disappears. I still think it's a scam, especially this last line when he says, "Think about it seriously." You know, it makes sense. 
Right. I feel a little bit like he's like, listen, it you you know this all makes sense. Right. So the scam is just to tell guys that they're really good looking um and uh and then just like steal their money. Listen, you're like, gonna that's, that's the that's the the long and the short of you're it. gonna give me ten thousand dollars, give me three months. When I come back, you're gonna get sixty thousand from that original. You know it makes right, sense. Right. Think about it. How? Come Don't on. ask about it. Look, See, there's a there's a country called Nigeria, and they got a princes, right? So he there's yep. some Nigerian prince, and he's gonna give you the money. So we got it. Think about it. It makes sense. It makes sense. Don't worry about it. See, I think he's. I think that he is actually planning some sort of thing. Well, you're an optimist, Michael. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so optimistic to think that that these two characters are actually right. going to commit a crime. Um, <laughs> I think one of two things happens. One, they attempt to commit the crime and fail. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or two, they do nothing. <laughs> they they just <laughs> and I think that's the more likely big option. Plans. I think they just they talk about it. They mm. they have big right. plans of how they're gonna make it rich and just never do. Yeah. Yeah. And this yeah. could be the fiftieth time they've had this conversation. Mm. Okay. He's like, no, this time I mean it, man. <laughs> this time it's, I mean uh, it. This, this could very easily be Ralph Cramden and Ed Norton. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. I, I got know this the other- get-rich-quick scheme. I know this episode I- where he just kept on saying, <laughs> Norton, you're the bronze. Norton, <laughs> yep. you got the looks. I got the brains. Um, He's like, look, I know the other 49 times it was, but I promise this time it's not just the coke talking. I actually <laughs> really do have a plan. And the the broken down car outside is probably the bus that he drives. So That's right. Mm. That's right. Yeah. Mm. And like, this that's... whole conversation is taking place um in a kitchen. Either uh at a bowling alley, a uh, pool yeah. hall or at the raccoon lodge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Right. Yep. So instead of right, so instead of like 80 synth pop playing, in reality it's the it's just the hucklebuck there's just some jazz music playing yeah in the background yeah yeah they're doing the hucklebuck you got it it's the hucklebuck so michael do you want to talk about this last slide i've never i've never heard this and i don't know what on earth this is supposed to be and where does it take place where does it where does it land at the very end at the very end um so I mean, Dan, you read the lyrics. Do you want to read the lyrics or do you want to, we could, let's, let's talk about it now. And then <laughs> if we want, we could talk, we're going to talk about it later as well. Okay. Okay. So is it, all right. Well, anyway, the line here that again, I've never, I've heard this like many times. This, it says it was in the original recording, which I guess I've not heard, but the line is all the love that we had and the love that we hide, who will bury us when we die? That seems unrelated to what was going yeah. on earlier. Yeah, it's a and it's kind of dark. Um, so that's oh, in. Oh, really? <laughs> <think so? laughs> there are uh, two versions of this song. Uh, there's an original recording, and then there's the second recording that ended up on the album. Um, okay. And they omitted it from the second recording. I think they thought it sounded. It was the exactly the way you reacted, where it's like, this is kind of out of nowhere. This doesn't yeah. make sense. It sounds a little pretentious. So they took it out, 
um, of the second version. Who, and did they the Pet do... Shop Boys take it out? Yes. Okay. Not not like the record company. Right. Got it. That's what I was that's correct. Um, and um, that line, all the love that we had and the love that we hide. Um, that actually ends up getting used in another song on the same album called Why Don't We Live Together. I I was going to say, it sounds familiar. Have Mm. I heard that song? I I can't answer that question for you, Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like you could, but okay. I would imagine, yes. It is a good line. Um, So, yeah. So, and we'll get into this in the next segment, but there are... There are two versions. The original version is out there. They shot a video for both versions. Um, so. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's good. Uh, more about that in our next segment. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, on that, uh, frankly, somewhat confusing note, let's talk <laughs> Expanded Universe. What do we got? Expanded universe. I mean, can I pitch something real quick? Let's sure go can. for it. And this and this will be fast. I mean, can I just say that the Pet Shop Boys are back in town? <laughs> is that, <laughs> is, is yep. that anything? Yep. Is this whole conversation. This? <laughs> this whole conversation takes place at uh, Dino's Bar and Grill. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, there you go. Maybe the Pet yep. Shop Boys are the boys. That are mm-hmm. back in town. There you and go. And they're here. They're here. They're at Dino's Bar and Grill, and they're here to do unspecified crimes. Yeah, that's right. Well, Certainly. So you know what'll happen? I mean, we don't know who exactly our brains is talking about. At some point, maybe they do get some. They do commit a crime, and maybe they mm-hmm. take the money and run. Okay. Oh yeah, take the money and you run. Know? Sure. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, I think yeah, this yeah. could be a prequel for Billy Joe and Bobby Sue. Yeah, right? Yeah. Are um, they down in Texas? And do they know just what the facts is? That's the question. Yeah. I mean, he do- he knows what the know. facts is. He doctored mathematics and can program a computer. That's true. <laughs> all right, this all makes sense. Yeah. Um, I like it. Or, if it's not Billy Joe talking to Bobby Sue, maybe, um, maybe our narrator's talking to uh, Rubber Duck. Mm. And uh, he's like, look, my car's not working. Can I hitch a ride? <laughs> Wait a minute. In your truck? Wait a yeah. minute. Is this, is this Ali McGraw? Is this Ali mm-hmm. McGraw? Yep. Are we talking about this Ali McGraw? He's, uh, he's also a photographer. <laughs> See, I was going to say, to our uh, mini-sode for yeah. uh, <laughs> explanation on that joke. If you're like, Ali McGraw, what? <laughs> uh, oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I was wondering if maybe the person he's talking to is Big Bad John, uh, just simply because Big Bad John is very strong. He held up an yeah. entire mine. Mm-hmm. So, so that might, that might be, maybe he got, maybe he got out of the mine and was like, I need something to do. And he was like, let's do crimes. And then they, Big Bad John did crimes because he's very strong. I mean, it could also be Tennessee Ernie Ford. He was, um, he loaded 16 tons of. Number nine, Cole. Mm, mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Very strong. Yeah. <laughs> Very strong. I feel like, I, I, as a general, though, I feel like good-looking men don't have states as their name. I'm just going to say that. I feel like if, you're, if, you're like, if your name is Tennessee, 
or Texas. Uh, I'm just saying, you're probably probably not the best looking guy. That, oh man, now I'm trying to go through uh, and see yeah. if I know, if we if I can prove you wrong. Ah. <laughs> uh. uh, uh, what about Connecticut Paul Newman? Uh, oh yeah, uh, he's okay. Very. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they call them? Connecticut Paul Everybody, Newman? Everybody. Mm-hmm. You know that. Yeah we, call, yeah. we call him Connie for short. Yeah. Um, uh, South Dakota Idris Elba. Everybody knows. <laughs> that oh, is yeah. South He's Dakota Idris Elba. Yeah, Idris Elba is definitely from South yep. Dakota. No, it's just his Absolutely. name. It's just his name. It's just oh, his okay. name. <laughs> is it's that fine. the South Dakota in, in England yes, that, he, uh, that's right. that he lives in? Yeah. Um. All right. I don't know. Anything else? On this one, I mean, they're probably, you know, drinking whiskey from Copperhead Road, I would imagine, in this club. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the Copperhead Road whiskey, I think, is has exclusive deals with every bar well, in the in the story song expanded universe. <laughs> I mean, sure. this, is, this is one of two places. This is either Dino's Bar and Grill or it's the Copacabana. It might be the Copacabana because right. it's a disco now. No, more than a no, bar and yeah. grill. So it might it might take say, place at the Copa. Well, I'm gonna say it's definitely the Copa because that place that place is a is a asshole. I mean, people get killed there all the time. That's so true. yeah, <laughs> it's probably a lot of that's probably, true. A lot of, St- oh, so much stuff going on there. A lot of a lot of crimes going yeah. on in the Copa. The place is a death trap. <laughs> uh, Maybe the bartender uh, offered them, you know, a bourbon, a scotch, and a beer, and they were like, "Nah, probably like cocaine." And <laughs> then like. A little bit later on, he was like, okay, closing time. And that's when he's like, all right, come take a walk with me. Oh, nice. Yes, nice. absolutely. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I think we can leave it there. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Everything definitely. else the is a bar- stretch. Yep. The bartender from closing time is, is the bartender in, in the Copacabana where they're, where they're coming up with their crime. So yep. I love it. everything. Yeah, <laughs> anything else would be a stretch. No, this, this all makes perfect sense. Okay. <laughs> or wait, what was uh, the bar? What was the bar that they were at in... Um, Long cool woman wasn't like the FBI working there. Uh, well, he was working for the FBI. It was a, it was a, it was a mob speakeasy. Though. So maybe it was there, and he realized like, oh, this guy's undercover. So let's let's go for a walk now. Oh. I think we decided. I think at the time though, I think we decided that bar eventually turned into the Copa Cabana. Yeah, because oh, there's no okay. Name so of it. this all adds up. It's this all adds works. up. Yeah, it's all, it still works. Yeah, it's, it's the, the Copa. It's all the same. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could also could also be the bar where the Sultans of Swing. Are mm. where I believe South Dakota Idris Elba hangs out. Uh, yeah, that in, <laughs> that's right. That See? is in London, so so it works out. Uh, or maybe they just uh, decide to oh. leave the bar and go for a walk when when Pearl goes on the stage, and they're just like, I can't. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> I can't listen to this. It's too. She's let's take. Uh, a walk. She's singing for the Lost and the Lonely again. I. Take <sighs> uh, a walk. And 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 crime talk. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> In crime talk. Take a walk. Do crimes. Anyway, I've, got, anyway, I've got the brains. Let's take a crime anyway, talk. Let's, let's take a crime walk in crime talk. Take a, take a crime walk and do some crime talk. <laughs> <laughs> my brain my brain let me talk good. Um all right, guys. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about the history of this song with story behind the story. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, guys. There's no question that the last few years have been a bit rough. Maybe you're feeling scared or anxious or confused, and you just need someone to talk to. Heck, it would be weirder if you didn't. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is, therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? 
It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, or you're not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't even have to see anyone if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really all about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And as a special offer to StorySong Podcast listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash storysong, all one word. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash storysong. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. All right, we're back. It's time for a story behind the story. How did this story come to be? But before we do that, we have another five-star review from Apple Podcasts to read. Uh, and this one, the headline is so good. Great. Can't go wrong there. <laughs> but what's Can't the headline? There. That's it. Oh, the, the headline, headline is, so, is good. so good. You got it? I got you it. got it? So, Michael, third base. Okay. Um, <laughs> and it's from SDA60. Uh, and I'll let everyone at home come up with a funny joke about what SDA stands for. Because mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have time for that right now. I got it. We got, we got things to do. We got to move on. Um, <laughs> we can't so spell five... everything out for you guys. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Start pulling your weight. You guys got to do some of the work. <laughs> uh, so anyway, SDA 60, uh, headline so good. Five stars. It's just a great show. Clever, thoughtful, a superb convo of what a music convo should be. Dot dot dot. So it's it's. I like that because it's like there's more. To, there's more yeah. to it. I just I'm not gonna write it, but <laughs> yeah. you can fill in the rest for yourself. And the but. rest is behind a firewall. It's like the New York Times. <laughs> you have exactly. to, or a paywall rather. You have to. Yeah, it's a, you have to buy. Oh, you've for you've reached your review cents. limit for the month. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> for four four for four uh, ninety nine a month, you can find out the rest of the that's review. Right. No, uh, SDA sixty. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Great review. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. Yeah, if you can leave us a five star review on uh, Apple Podcast or Good Pods or Podchaser or wherever you want, mm-hmm. anywhere you can leave a review, anywhere uh, leave you can that find five it. Yeah, anywhere. <laughs> Not anywhere. I mean, you again, want. we'll we'll search the world for it. If you're like, hey, I wrote it on a rock on a beach. And turned it over. Go find it. We'll do it. <gasps> but it's what not a, one of those things. That'd be a fun movie. Yeah. That would be a fun yeah, movie. Yeah. It's um, for a very specific audience. Um, podcasters yeah. only. Um, <laughs> but it, it's not one of those things where it's like you write a letter and then you just like fold it up and, and put it away and never send it. It's mm-hmm. right. you want it somewhere that we could find it. Sure, sure. Let us know. Yeah. If you do that, uh, somewhere we can find it, uh, we'll read it on the show. So. Thank you again, SDA60, and thank, thank you. you, listener out there in the future when you write your review. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right, let's get into the story behind the story. Michael. Yes. You did the research on mm-hmm. this one. You, you looked into the Pet Shop Boys, and you're going to tell us all about it, and I just have one question for you. Mm-hmm. What have I, what have I, <laughs> what have I done to deserve this? <laughs> Well, I will tell you. Oh, um, yes. God. 
Um, interesting fact is I yeah. was supposed to do the research on this. Uh, oh, no. I did not know that. Anyway, oh, I assume they own a pet shop. That's and, news. Uh, they like opportunities. <laughs> yeah. They are musicians. Um, opportunity is two for one cat food today. Michael, Michael is... <laughs> Michael is uh, uh, like he's doing a book report and just re- and didn't read the book, so he's <laughs> desperately spinning his wheels. The uh, uh, so um, uh, I guess this uh, I guess this piece was kept separate. Um, <laughs> Got to really separate those pieces, from Something what I understand. About jousting a limb. This oh. is a story about killing uh, mockingbirds. <laughs> and uh, how to? Is it a how to? I think it's how to kill them. Self help. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. There's a tree. The cover has a tree. So I guess it's where mark- mockingbirds live in the tree. Um, so the pet shop boys are mm-hmm. a very, 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 very good band. Okay. Yeah. There. <laughs> you need tw- uh, twenty more words. Sorry. Okay. Uh, very good. Very very. Uh-huh. Good. Oh, mm-hmm. close um, Michael, I'm, I just want to say I'm loving this bit, but mm-hmm. maybe maybe let's move on to the actual. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, never let a bit die. Um, <laughs> that's our motto on this show. Um, so the Pet Shop Boys are um made of um two people. Singer mm-hmm. Neil Tennant, born July tenth, nineteen fifty four, and keyboardist Chris Lowe, born October fourth, nineteen fifty nine. The two of them met on August nineteenth, nineteen eighty one. Um, they met in an electronics shop on Kings Road in London. Um, they had a conversation and discovered that they were both interested in dance and electronic music. Um, and shortly after, they began writing together. Did they work so, in the electronic shop, or they just met while shopping? I believe they met while shopping. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So I can safely say I've never talked to anyone while I was shopping and be like, "So, what are you into?" <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I think it was. I, I think it was like uh, the type of electronic shop that, yeah, like hi-fi kind of stuff that, right, or like electronic music kind of like that that you clearly have an interest in this. It wasn't just a mm-hmm. PC Richards and they were trying to get toasters. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were they yeah, they weren't like browsing toaster ovens and being like, Do you like electronic music? I like electronic <laughs> music. But let that be a lesson. Anytime you're like, right. I need to run to the store today, mm-hmm. I'll do it tomorrow. If you do it today, you're gonna meet your writing partner and bandmate of yeah. right. forty plus years. Change your life. Right. I mean, I when I am in the supermarket, I do walk up to people and I say, "Do you like the beeps and the boops?" And uh, <laughs> they move away from me pretty quickly. Yeah. So that's how you get ahead in line. Yeah, and that you get the whole produce aisle <laughs> yeah. <idol> yourself. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Nobody crowds the bananas. You just you're in and out of that store in five minutes. It's great. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the self checkout. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, their original name was West End. But eventually they called themselves Pet Shop Boys because they had friends who worked in a pet shop in Ealing. Oh. That's it. They're, so so they're not a, even the a Pet Shop Boys. No, there's a there's literal pet shop. There's other boys who are Pet Shop Boys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> literal pet shop, no subtext. Um, and they said, we thought it sounded like an English rap group. So they it's meet in 1980. It is. It is a great name. Uh, they meet in 1981. Um, and again, 
let's preface this as we do <laughs> everything. Um, mm. Pet Shop Boys have a very long history. They are prolific writers and producers. We're focusing. Uh, this is a brief history, and we're focusing on this song. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, in uh, they meet in 1981 and uh, start writing together. In 1982, Neil Tennant got a job uh, working at working as a journalist for Smash Hits, a British music magazine. Hmm. Um, and around that time, Neil and Chris became fans of the work of New York record producer slash musician Bobby Orlando, known professionally as Bobby O, hmm. who is a pioneer in high-energy music. And that's high, hmm. the letter N, the letter R, the letter G. I did not know that was a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that he was known as Bobby O because Bobby Orlando sounds like a record producer, <laughs> but it sounds like a record producer from the seventies and he wants to be in the eighties. You know, he wants okay. to be a, a new producer. Bobby, Or yeah. Bobby Orlando wears Hawaiian shirts and yeah. is, hangs out in the night, early seventies, you know, gotcha. Bobby, o, Bobby O, he's on the cutting edge of high energy. Bobby, Bobby O's a robot. Yeah. Bobby is a robot. That's Bobby, right. right. Bobby Orlando. The problem is Bobby Orlando sounds like the record producer character that would be on the Golden Girls. <laughs> who's producing Rose's album. Yes. Right? He'd be like, hey, I'm Bobby Orlando. And like, you know, uh, B. Arthur is just not trusting this guy. But so I think that's the problem. Is that <laughs> Bobby Orlando is almost too good of a record producer name. It sounds like something they would make up for a sitcom. Right. That's true. So I think that's why he had to go with Bobby O. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be funny well, if Bobby Orlando had a had an office in Miami. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where he where he could produce Rose's album. Yeah. Right. And that's an I mean, episode would, I would love to see. Well, the, I, but the problem is that his mail would keep going to the wrong place because he lived in Miami and they'd keep sending it to Orlando. The mailman right. would get confused. It's, it's so tough. So tough. And they use that episode as a pilot for the spinoff, The Bobby O Show. Right. <laughs> Bobby O, sure. <laughs> and the whole thing is about his mail keeps getting mixed up. And there's a mailman yeah. who, who keeps mixing up the mail. Mm -hmm. And... His catchphrase is his catchphrase is I'll remember it next week, Mister O, and then <laughs> it doesn't happen. Yeah, what do I know? I'm just a robot. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so he was a pioneer in uh, the high energy high energy genre, um, and a little bit about high energy music. It started in the late '70s, early '80s. Um, it's almost like an evolution of disco, but it doesn't have like the funk element mm -hmm. of disco. It's mm -hmm. all electronic, all synthesized, computerized. Um, something like think about like I Feel Love by Donna Summer. Um, right. And it's it's got a sound that's somewhere between like disco and new wave. Mm -hmm. In fact, the vocals have been described as like new wave style vocals. Um in fact, the term high energy started to be used when Donna Summer explained the success of I Feel Love um, in an interview by describing it, the fact that people liked it because it was so high energy. Oh. Mm -hmm. So there you go. And then they yeah. just yeah. used the letters and it became right. a thing. That well, they were like, like, yeah, it was like the 80s. They were like, oh, it's the 80s. We can't just spell out high energy like Actually, a spell. Yeah. We yeah. got to make it crazy. Well, I think we it's the time. Bobby, I think Bobby O said. No, 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 no. We're not using words anymore. We're only using <laughs> yeah. letters. Yeah, yeah. No extra letters. I, we we don't I have don't, time for that. 
It's the, it's 80s, the 80s, man. Yeah, exactly. That's it. We got to move. We got to move. We got to move. Let's go. <laughs> you know, Nintendo, all that stuff. Um, so, Bobby O, uh, as an artist, is known for songs like She Has a Way. Um, that was his song as a solo artist. And mm -hmm. as a producer for songs like Passion by The Flirts. Um, so, that's Bobby O. Uh, in August 1983, Smash Hits sent Neil Tennant, um, who was working as a journalist at that point, to New York to interview Sting and the police. Um, and he said about that trip, I thought, well, if I've got to go and see the police play, then I'm also going to have lunch with Bobby O. And they did. Mm. Um, the two met was, at, Hold on, was that, a, was that a subtle slam at the police? Yeah, was, was like, that? Oh my God, is the police yeah, play? No, 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 I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it was... Mm. No, I'm starting a feud right now between <laughs> the pet shop boys mm -hmm. and the police. The pet shop boys and the police. Very uh, relevant. <laughs> I think it was... <laughs> I think he was saying, like, if he has to make this trip... Right, right. right. If he has to... Yeah. If he has to sit on a Fair plane enough. for eight hours... Um, Fair enough. Might as well have lunch. Yeah, sure. Oh, and with Bobby, yeah. Um, yeah. So the two of them met at uh, the Applejack Diner in New York City on Broadway between 54th and 55th Streets. Um, and during this conversation, you know it. I know you, I see you thinking about it. You know where it is. Where is? Where? where I'm trying, between 54th and 55th. Okay, go on. Um, it's... Uh, More near the corner? Yeah, just I think one I one corner? Yeah. Just keep going. Yeah, okay. it's fine. <laughs> Um, nobody, this isn't, this isn't nobody the but like, Quest podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I miss that? Um, so during this lunch, they decided to work together. So this meeting happened on August 19th, 1983, which is exactly two years to the day after um, Neil and Chris met in London. Mm. In that electronics shop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so starting in 1983... The duo recorded several tracks with Bobby O, including Opportunities, It's a Sin, One More Chance, and West End Girls. Whoa. Wow. I don't, I don't know the song One More Chance uh, just reading it. Maybe if I heard it, I might know it. But, I mean, those other three are Stone Cold Classics. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Not bad. Um, West End Girls became their first single. It was released West in End April. <laughs> so good. It's West a great song. It was released in April of 1984. It was a minor hit in France and Belgium, but a club okay. hit in Los Angeles and San Francisco. Mm -hmm. uh, it peaked at number 121 in the UK and number 81 in Canada. I, I, I can't believe it didn't go any higher. Is, this is the type of thing where it's because of debut album situation? No, but wait, there's more. Oh, okay, oh, good. Because <laughs> I was going to say, that song is killer, and... Basically, sounds like the yeah. 80s. Well, I was going to say, too, I mean, my, obviously Michael is going to tell us more, so what I'm about to say is completely worthless and a waste of time. But um, but I <laughs> but also... Please, it continue. One, but it's one of those things where I just wonder, I mean, it was, a big, it was a big hit in the clubs, right? And maybe people are just not buying the single. Right. You know what I mean? Because they're like, well, we're going to go to the club and hear it, and uh, we don't need to, to have it. But, uh, I mean, if you're, if you're at a... a junior high dance as perhaps i was uh when the song came on <laughs> uh your, your toes are tapping you can't you can't stay off the floor 
during this one. So, so both both good theories. But um, thank you. What's what is interesting about the Pet Shop Boys and like that high energy genre is it is like Rachel, you said it sounds like the eighties. It does sort of this was sort of like cutting edge dance right. music of the eighties. It almost it's like the kind of music you hear in like a movie either from the eighties or about the eighties. Yes. Where if the character is super cool, mm-hmm. they're listening to this music. Right. Or if yeah. they're in a club, they're in like like a you know, LA's hottest club. Yeah. <laughs> this music is playing. Well, and it's funny too, because now it's like old from the eighties and it's like retro. But at the time it was like, oh, this is music from the future. Yeah. Like yes. this is yeah. This is music that very cool robots listen to. Yeah. Yeah. In, all music. In their, yeah. Yeah. In, in their robot nightclubs. Yeah. All music <laughs> in the future starts. Exactly. But even even the fact that it's that it is clearly of the eighties, it's there is a timelessness to it. Um, I yeah. think, and I guess, and some of them. I mean, it's. Yeah, I was gonna say it's de- it, it 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 is of its time, but I don't think it's dated because I could I right. could listen yeah, to yeah. Ten Girls right now and again I don't it's it's just as fresh as the first time, but it's also definitely of the time. Yeah, and it's so influential on the dance music that came after it. Right. Um, mm-hmm. that I think gives it its timelessness. But you would hear this on like on a show like Pose or something where it's like this is. This is the time it's taking place. Right. This character is at a club and they know what's happening in music. I I thought you were going to say that shows its timelessness. I was going to be like, man, Michael, that's that time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean, I love this music. I I, I think it's fun. And, you know, some of it, I think, does like West End Girls is is great and has a timelessness to it. But a lot of it sounds exactly from when it was from. Yes. Yeah, I, I and I agree with that. I can see that, it being but... influential and and influencing things that happened after the fact, but mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, it but doesn't even, have a timelessness yeah. of something else, you know, of some but of I the other genres that are out there. But I think there's a difference between like being of its time and place and then just like if you listen to it now you're just like, "Ugh, this is so 80s. I don't want to listen to this." Whereas like I don't feel that about about this. No. Uh, okay. That's all. But it also, it's almost like, um, we were saying this in our episode on, on Let the Music Play, where it, it does sound like it's from the 80s, but it doesn't sound like this is from the early 80s. This almost has like a late 80s, early 90s feel to it. Uh, mm-hmm. Not to me. You don't think so? No. No. The heaviness of the synthesizer in this type of music is early 80s to me. Late 80s, early 90s was New Kids. Like, you know? There's a big difference between early 80s and late and late 80s. Um, so I think I think the idea of this is what 83 thought the future was gonna sound like, yes. But it is for me, for me, this is this is opinion, right? For me, it is firmly placed in the early 80s, this type of music. Okay. Right. I mean, I was like in the late eighties, I was in the downtown scene, listening to early house music. Cause I was like incredibly, 
I was incredibly cool. Of course. So of course. I, I understand, like, Rachel, maybe you think of the new kids <laughs> listen, when you think of the late 80s. Listen, I don't want to get into a know. police pet shop boys feud over it. <laughs> I'm just but, saying. You know. <laughs> Here's the thing. I am a robot from the future. <laughs> and I'm telling you. And this I is gave, our music. Right. My, Michael is a cyborg. Okay, back in time to tell you. <laughs> That yeah, this but is the his, music for the future. But his cyborg parts were built in the early 80s. Oh, no. So there, it's what a time you, what paradox. Now? What now? I don't know. You guys might not be ready for this. But your <laughs> kids are going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, okay. So, West End Girls was their first single. Um, it was a minor hit. Yeah. Um, so, in early 1985... They ended their contract with uh, Bobby Orlando. Mm-hmm. I cannot find why anywhere. They just did. So okay. their contract is over. Um, okay. And after their contract ended, uh, they hired manager Tom Watkins and signed with Parlophone Records. And at around that time, Neil left Smash Hits magazine. So on July 1st, 1985... I'm going to get to all this <laughs> to, to, to yeah. why it wasn't a hit, but we're going chronologically. Okay. July 1st, 1985, Opportunities, the song that we're talking about today, was released as a single. It did not chart in the US, but it reached 116 on the UK charts. Okay. So again, minor hit. Yeah. A month later, in August 1985... They go to the studio to re-record West End Girls with producer Stephen Haig. When the singles re-released on October 28th of that year, it went to number one in the UK, the US, mm. Canada, Finland, Hong Kong, Ireland, Israel, New Zealand, and Norway. Whoa, what a re-record. <laughs> wow. So is the, is the re-record that much better or just was it ahead of its time? Like in 83 or what's happening? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it was with a different producer, so he must yeah. have had yeah. an influence on it. Right. It could have been the producer. It could have been, you know, the the different recording just resonated yeah. better. Um, maybe they laid the groundwork with releasing it originally, having it yeah. be a minor hit. But I don't know. It just That's happened. Huge, it was though. huge. Yeah. Um, so that was August of 85, Mm -hmm. uh, on March 24th, 1986, they released their debut album called please. Mm -hmm. The duo have said that the album is called please quote. So people can go into the record shop and say, can I have the pet shop boys album, please? Oh, guys, that's adorable. That's adorable. I love it. I love it. Um, the album also started a trend of all of their albums having a one word title, mm. which is pretty mm. cool. Um, the please album included a re-recorded version of opportunities. It was released as a single in May, 1986. Mm-hmm. So just under a year after the original release. Got it. Um, besides opportunities and West End girls, other singles from that album were love comes quickly and suburbia. Mm-hmm. Now, remember the original release of Opportunities only went to 116 in the UK. 
I sure I do. I do. You, you yeah. said that like five minutes ago. Yeah, yeah I remember. I know, that. but you guys sort I of remember. like no, I know, I'm just, floating I in and out of this though. conversation. No, yeah, I, I, no I'm I just remember. saying I remember. Okay. I remember it. I remember when that happened. <laughs> so do you remember me saying it? Yeah. Yes. You said now, it. Now, say back to me what I said to you. I can't remember what you said. Okay. See? So you weren't paying I attention. Wasn't, I wasn't listening. Okay. Uh, so it was 116 in the UK. Okay. It was released the year before. Yeah. On its second release, Opportunities went to number 11 in the UK. Ah. 10 on the Billboard Hot 100, number 3 on the Billboard Dance Club Songs chart, and Mm. on other international charts, it went to number 14 in Ireland, number 2 in New Zealand, and number 22 in Canada. Here's what I'm going to say, and I hate to say it. Mm -hmm. I hate to say what I'm about to say. Bobby O, bad job by you. Yeah, I don't know what was going on. What the but heck? Tom Watkins, Tom Watkins, your name not nearly as fun, but you're a better producer. <laughs> we got nothing to say about it, but I do. Bobby O, you're a big zero. That's what the I end of your name is—a big old zero I for won- Bobby O. <laughs> Swing and a miss. <laughs> I wonder if it has something to do with the dance club portion of it. If there was like, was there a surge of dance clubs in '85, '86 that it was just because this is dance music? You know what I mean? Hmm. It is. Maybe it's something like that. Has to do with that. I don't know. Maybe it's the transition over from the disco era into the the more synth pop. Yeah. Eighties. I don't know. I really maybe. I mean, maybe the original recording was too early. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was saying. I didn't know if it was just. Yeah, I didn't know if it was just literally ahead of its time. People just weren't. Yeah. Quite ready for it. I mean. Um. I I don't know, but I mean, if you listen to the two recordings back to back, the the second one does have a bit more of an intensity to it, a little bit more of a mm-hmm. danciness to it. I mean, they're mm-hmm. both dance songs, but no, I don't know. But whatever it was, it worked. Yeah. Um, so the idea for the song Opportunities came from Chris Lowe, who asked Neil Tennant to write a lyric with the line, let's make lots of money. Okay. And he did. Chris is the idea he man. Did. <laughs> um, the Pet Shop Boys have said that the song is, quote, like a joke. The impression is that the people in it are not going to make any money. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So our theories are confirmed. There we go. There we go. Um, <laughs> the song spoke to the money culture of the time uh, in an August 2013 interview with Mojo Magazine, Tennant said, quote, it's very difficult to think now that there was a period before money culture. That was the changing moment. He went on to say, quote, now, of course, generations have grown that haven't known anything else. So what does that mean by what is he talking about? That money? I mean, people have haven't people always wanted money. <laughs> Because no, but, like, I mean, but no the, one the, invented, it's, early but, to mid 80s. That was first of all, this was around okay. the time. Is good. Yeah, Greed is Good. Uh, right. Around the time Material Girl came out, Dallas was on the air, Dynasty was on the air, Falcon okay. Crest was on the air. It was, it's all about celebrating. Um, I, was, I wasn't convinced until you said Falcon Crest. <laughs> now, now I buy it. Uh, yeah. That, that Beverly Hills High show was on. Car- that sure. cartoon was on. Uh, <laughs> True Beverly Hills. But I, <laughs> yeah. But I think it's, I think it's about money being this is i know it says money culture but money being culture or culture being about money because 
Money mm. and culture were almost separate a little bit. You're like pop culture, money as pop culture. That's, right. I think, what it sort of feels like. Think about okay. now. Like, there's a lot of stuff that is just like, there's pop culture just talking about how rich everybody is or like making all the money and stuff like that. And, you know, before this, it was just we're in the money. And (laughs) that was the only thing that was that was in pop culture that had anything to do with money. And everybody knows it. Mm -hmm. Right. But yeah. But that's what I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, So um, we were talking about earlier uh, the final line of the original version all the love that we had and the love that we hide. Um, as we said, that was removed from the second release. The line was used in another song on the Please album called Why Don't We Live Together. Mm-hmm. Um, the Please album went platinum in September Oof. of 1986, um, so shortly after its release. Four of their other albums have been certified gold in the U.S. by the RIAA. And um, here's something interesting. Mm-hmm. 35 years after its release... Opportunities charted again. Uh, on February 6, 2021, the song was used in an ad for Allstate Insurance that aired during the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, renewed interest in the song, and it went to number one on Billboard's dance uh, and electronic digital song sales chart uh, the week of February 27, 2021. Amazingly... See, I- I got, but see, Rachel, that's what I gotta say. I, I that can't just be old people who are bringing that up. The kids must have loved uh, it too. Sure, I, I got you. I got you. I'm just saying. I, I got think you. It's, but I'm not okay. saying. But but I also will say I did not say every song. I'm saying the the high NRG genre feels right, rooted right, 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 in right. that time and place. Sure, oh, I but, agree. I'm but just saying. I think, I'm just, I think the Pet Shop Boys a great song. stuff. Yeah, and yes, I think it transcends. Even though it's even though, we've we've talked about this before. Even though it is it is of its time and place, it also transcends that. Yes, but just there's by also pure nothing. Quality. There's nothing wrong with it being of its time. No, Rachel. No, what I heard that. from you was <laughs> at eleven fifty nine p.m. on December thirty first, nineteen eighty five. No one was ever allowed to listen to this song again. That's right. Yeah. Shut it down. Yep. <laughs> So, so we proved you wrong. Um, (laughs) You did it. So I, what's really surprising is that the re-release in, or the second chart or third charting in uh, 2021 was the first number one that the Pet Shop Boys had on the Billboard dance chart. Incredible. Hmm. Incredible. Um, They've been together for over 40 years. They have a prolific body of work uh, with a top 10 U.S. dance hit as recently as 2019. Um, They are the artists with the fifth most top 10s on the Billboard dance chart. Wow. Um, I think they're just behind or just ahead of Donna Summer. So maybe just behind. So pretty good. Pretty impressive. Pretty, Pretty good. Um, they are definitely, I, I, they're definitely one of those bands where you're like, oh yeah, I know some of the songs, and you read off like ten, yeah. and you're like, wow, I do, I do know. There are yep. a lot of songs yeah. that yep. I know. Yep. Like I honestly, for I would not have, I forgot about it's a sin until you mentioned it, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's a sin. That's a yeah. good one too. I forgot about that. Um, they have six Grammy nominations, and in addition, Dan, to their, the songs of theirs that you know, they've also. Mm-hmm worked with a lot of other artists 
um, and their influence in the world of pop and dance can be seen in the collaborations with artists that they've worked with, including Robbie Williams, <gasps> The Killers, they did a remix for, uh, mm-hmm. Yoko Ono, who they did a remix for. Um, mm-hmm. They wrote and produced for Tina Turner. They remixed and produced for David Bowie, mm-hmm. and they wrote for Kylie Minogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of their most famous collaborations include, uh, in 1992, they um, worked with Boy George on The Crying Game. Mm-hmm. Um, it was produced by the Pet Shop Boys with backing vocals by Neil Tennant. In 1989, Liza Minnelli's Results album, uh, they produced it. It included the hit singles Don't Drop Bombs, written by the Pet Shop Boys, and Liza Minnelli's cover of Losing My Mind by Stephen Sondheim from the musical Follies. That's amazing. It is. If you haven't heard it, it's phenomenal. Liza Um, and the Pet Shop Boys? Yes, please. Yes. (laughs) Please. Um, See? See what you did? Hey. In 2005, they worked with Madonna. Um... Sorry, the second single from the Confessions on the Dance Floor album, uh, which they remixed. Uh, Madonna performed that version on her 2006 Confessions tour, Mm. and the single went to number one on the dance chart. Um, And probably most famously, in 1987, they worked with Dusty Springfield. Uh, She was featured on the Pet Shop Boys single, What Have I Done to Deserve This, from their Actually album. What have I? What have I done to deserve this? (laughs) That song is phenomenal. Dusty Springfield is amazing, as always. It's so good. Um, And this single led to a collaboration on her 1990 album, Reputation. Mm. So I don't know if it was in tribute to them that she had a one-word album title, but I'd like (laughs) to think that it was. Yep. Um, So a 1987 review of What Have I Done to Deserve This by author Vicki McDonald in Smash Hits says basically everything you need to know about the Pet Shop Boys. And the quote is, the brilliant thing about the Pet Shop Boys is that they get everything right. Memorable tunes, perfect production, intelligent lyrics, excellent sleeves, loads of style, and self-deprecating sense of humor. A very rare combination. Mm. Love it. They're, they're just fun. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're awesome. just fun. I was going to say, also, at the end of that review, he then said, uh, by the way, Neil, you left your... Uh, coffee mug here if you want to come get it <laughs> it's so. at your desk still we just yeah, moved come, it to the side come on up but we did throw up. out that plant it died <laughs> sorry yeah sorry about that sorry about that <laughs> yeah your cactus died we threw that out but you know we'll save your, your mug we're we're we'll save um any pictures on your desk but we're throwing out snacks we have to. Yeah, and if sorry. your plant died we're gonna throw it out that's right yeah, so either sorry. come pick up your we're not we're not mailing it to you right yeah we're not set up to do that you have to so memorable tunes again, just 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 to reiterate, <laughs> memorable tunes, perfect production, intelligent lyrics, excellent sleeves, loads of style, self-deprecating sense of humor. But you got to come pick up your mug, otherwise, because you, you got you got one week, and then we're gonna throw it out. So you know what? We're just gonna put it in the kitchen, and anybody could use it. Listen, anyway, that's true. Well, Do you want If I had to sum this, if I had to sum this up in in a couple of words, it would be uh, Pet Shop Boys, great artists, uh, not so great desk mates. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> so. You know, yeah, forgetful of mugs. That's uh, <laughs> what I would say. Brilliant artists, uh, intelligent lyrics. Do not pick up their mug. Yeah. <laughs> so. Anyway, I mean, it's going in the kitchen. It's got a picture of your dog on it. If you want, 
If you want anybody just drinking out of a mug with your dog on it, the new guy's fine. Hey, uh, drinking, been drinking out of it ironically, <laughs> making uh, jokes about hey, his dog, quote unquote. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey did you, you read the review of the new Pitch Up Boys and Smash Hits? A lot of talk about a mug. A lot of mug talk in that one. What? She's really obsessed with this mug. Yeah, really. Just did not see all the mug <laughs> talk coming. Really surprising. Holding a grudge. But, <laughs> I mean, I kind of feel like he's got to go get that mug, right? God, they got a number one on the mug chart, so... <laughs> Uh, all right michael thank you so thank much you. for that uh we'll take a quick break and when we come back we'll talk about the lesson we learned from this song with lessons learned i'm adam wainwright and i'm ed Kennard, and we're the hosts of the greatest song ever sung poorly the podcast that takes karaoke exactly as seriously as it should be taken no interview was complete without our quick fire game where we ask everyone the same five questions culminating in the most important question we could ever ask if you could magically strike one song from every karaoke playlist forever which song would you choose don't stop believing oh ice ice baby great just because that song needs to be destroyed for all time easy lover by phil collins i think picture picture is just a song of love and heartbreak uh, and it just, it ruins nights. I want to say Sweet Caroline. Probably My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. Only one? Only one. Um, can I, can I pick one band? So hey, if you love karaoke, have sang karaoke, been in a place where karaoke was happening, or are vaguely aware that something called karaoke exists, come hang out with us. All episodes and info are available at sungpoorly.com. And remember that singing off key is still technically singing. All right, we're back. It's time for Lessons Learned. What lesson did we learn from this song? Uh, Michael, let's start with you. What lesson did you learn from Opportunities, Open Parentheses, Let's Make God's Funny <laughs> I learned um, what the plot of my upcoming, uh, well, upcoming, it's in pre-production. Okay, um, mm-hmm. sure. CBS sitcom is going I mean, to it's be. A, it's a pre-pre-pre-pre-production. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's a sitcom. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, going to be called Don! Exclamation point. It's the story of a um, organized crime leader yeah. who mm-hmm. leaves that life behind to become a um, college professor. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and eventually he's knighted and goes yes. and fights windmills. There okay. you go. So he's I a like Don. This. It's great. Who leaves that life to become a Don and then another I mean, Don yeah, and it's this, called Don. And we're yeah. hoping, uh-huh. fingers crossed, we can get Don Cheadle to play oh, the lead role oh, that'd be nice. of um, Tony, which is not, <laughs> that's on me. That was not a good choice to name that character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the story arc really just writes itself. I mean, it's, yeah, you right. feel it. You feel it. It's a natural progression I of mean, character. And the I more mean, I think about is, it. Mm. The lead character's name should have been Don too. Mm. It's too late. But now. yeah, I mean, look, I've got that's the what sold written. CBS on it. The script right. is written, and I saved the, it as a PDF. And yeah. what am I going to do? Go back in there and, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't edit a PDF. I'm not going to. I mean, you can, but it's a real pain. And what are you going to do? A... Pay for the Adobe to like yeah, to edit no. the PDF? I don't think so. You can. No, I could just, re- what am I going to do? Save as? Like, yeah, I'm that's not ridiculous. doing that. That's like, that's going to take forever. It's not... No, it's not worth it. Yeah. Do you yeah. want to replace this document? Like, no, come on. I mean, Michael, it's just CBS. Like, it's not. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Let's not. 
you know, don't drive yourself crazy over it. Um, We're going I up against say, the uh, Picket Fences reboot, so. <laughs> I would say uh, what I learned from this song is if you uh, are trying to get a business partner, yeah, um, you need to show some vulnerability. So say like, hey, I have a car that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, my house is currently on fire. Uh, my foot is asleep. Uh, my teeth are falling out. Um, my nose is running. You can see that like, like crazy. I don't even know what's going on. I don't even know what's going on there. But, uh, the point is, is I am, I'm a, I'm a mess. I mean, just like a hot mess of a person. So, uh, you want to go into business together? And that's really gonna... (laughs) That's really gonna get the job done because they're gonna because because yeah, no one wants thing. to hear how smart you are. Yeah, exactly. And I think you know what? As as a business uh, technique, uh, pity is not used as much as I mm-hmm. think it should be. Yeah. Just really, yeah. really make them because what are they gonna, at that point? Nobody could say no. I mean, you're just a pathetic <laughs> person. If like if your resume is just a giant no sad face, that's what I'm saying. You're yeah. getting the job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Rachel, what did you learn? Uh, here's what I learned. Don't be afraid mm. If you have <laughs> brains, don't keep saying you have brains, because nobody's right. going to believe that you have brains if yeah. you keep on repeating that you've got brains. Brains, brains, brains. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's a more Fredo sympathetic character? That. Fredo or the Scarecrow? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Who you can I throw out? Exactly. Uh, exactly. Can I throw out one last uh, theory right at the end here? Is it possibly the protagonist is slowly turning into a zombie? That's why I keep saying the word brains over and over again. He's like, sorry, I have something on my mind. Brains. <laughs> brains. 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 At the end, it's just, I've got the brains. You've got brains. 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 brains, brains, brains. What do we brains? <laughs> and then everybody in the club dances to Thriller. Right. Exactly. Yep. Uh... All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, this has been the Story Song Podcast. Um, if uh, you could follow us on the socials like Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, uh, we would certainly appreciate it. And if you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser or Good Pods or wherever you can leave a po- uh, five-star review, uh, we would certainly appreciate it. Come on back next time as we talk about another great story song. Uh, I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. We will talk to you then. Thanks for listening, and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. Find him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. Be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at story song podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. The Story Song Podcast is a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Go to pantheonpodcasts.com. Thanks for listening. It's the Story Song This effing cat leaves me alone for everything. The moment I sit down to record. Yeah. It's just she this. She wants to be on the show. She's trying to angle her way on the yeah. show. <laughs> I have opinions about the Pet Shop Boys. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. 
But next up for lead guitar, you're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.